Welcome, Rejects, to our first main episode of year two for the Full Sand Re- Rejects. We are your swirly host. Do not laugh at me. I have a stutter. We went <laughs> over this. <laughs> I am Kodak. I am Rose, the other Kodak. I'm Billy. Yeah, I'm Billy. <laughs> and we are also joined today with a special guest who will help me explore the mystery be- behind Scri- Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, I am stuttering bad. Our resident Ooh. UFO expert, James Cooney. Hi, guys. <laughs> I feel very blessed to be here. You're, we're glad hey. you're um, Like I said, uh, we will be doing Skinwalker Ranch. We'll also be covering a doctor behind lobotomies and the Dolly effect. But first, as always, banter time. Yeah, we're getting this episode with the end of the NFL season. For the Taylor Swift and J- Jason. Taylor Swift won a Super Bowl. Good for her. And Congratulations. <laughs> And Nacho Libre, Kelsey. Beard animals. Did you guys see his uh, singing? Was it, mm-hmm. He was singing at the... Yeah. Pretty good, I thought. I thought it was pretty good. To be yeah, honest. he signed a Luchador Mac, Max. Uh, Mac, I'm terrible today talking. Oh, can you talk? Mask. Are you having a stroke? I might be. <laughs> this episode might be uh, ended early due to a medical stroke. T-O-S-T. Tossed. No, but yeah. do, do smell toast. No, but there's I also... been a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. If I listen, if I drop, carry on with the show. All right, <laughs> it's gonna be a weird one. You leave me. I'll unplug him and plug him back in. The future is not old man. Just put the mic next to his mouth so we can hear the breathing. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would add some quality. What say be you? <laughs> Good job, Kodak. Shrug that episode. Part one, if you agree. Oh. <laughs> yeah, end of the NFL season. Probably one of the better Super Bowls we've had in a while. Halftime show. Are you kidding me? Uh, that was an amazing ending. It was crazy. I. Yeah, the ending was great. The fucking... Forty-five minutes beforehand sucked. It was a long game. It was very back and forth. Yeah, but I was like a some, some good uh, defense. I saw a stat that it was this. Respect the punters, all right. Seventh longest Super Bowl of all time. It was. Look, he is coming here with facts. Look at him. Well, yeah. Blame oh, yeah. oh yeah, I got a lot of time at work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to some shit. Great. Oh, what do you think about the, uh, the halftime show, Usher? Don't all go at once. Well, for me, it was. <laughs> I'm one of the older people here, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was amazing. Well, because you were sipping on Hennessy. Hennessy. Rocking the black and yellow. Christ. You were having a time in your life. I was having a great time, yeah. I never liked Usher, but it was entertaining for what it was. The my only complaint is that I didn't like the way they skipped around on songs because just when you were like getting into a song, yeah, like I sort of vibe in the end. It's like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. And then it's like they like cut to the next song. That's what most halftime shows are. Well, they have like they play more than just a tidbit. Yeah. Like they go to one song and they and then mash into another. This was just you you weren't sure where to sing I, and when to start like I had little John in the Super Bowl. 
Brain drain. And I bet that Alicia Keys would show up, and that happened. So, yeah. Jermaine Dupree just looked like CeeLo Green. Did you guys see the the uh, pole dancer fall? No, I did. Skater that fell. Yeah. There was a girl oh, that. I'm talking about the girl on the pole though. Yeah, but there was she also. She was dancing with Ludacris is out, and all you see is her just drop. There was also another girl that was on the skates, oh. and she fell off the stage. Hmm. Terrible choreography. <laughs> it was a last minute hire, and she had to learn to the the learn how to the whole dance and the, all the choreography um, six hours before the actual halftime. And she didn't yeah, know. Well, she just got demoted. Oh, yeah. She was on TikTok. She had a black eye and her hand was all fucked up. <laughs> she should have just fucking fully accepted and just rolled right through everything. She's like, well, they, they paid. The compensation was really good, though. She they probably got more. The halftime performance? Do you think someone's going to do that shit for free? They pay for it. Like, Usher paid to do this. Yeah. So he's going to pay the yeah. performer. Yeah. I, hmm. What are you gonna Definitely say? No. Hey, no, no. <laughs> I mean, if I if I was having free usher herpes, I might take it. Ew! I named it. You end up burning after a while. Yeah, that might not be good. Never mind. I'll, yeah, I'll head to chlamydia. I got the clap, and I'm giving it to you. I got halftime clap. Oh, great! Yeah. Now I don't want to get into the green dick. <laughs> And apparently, uh, Travis Kelsey drank nothing but tequila for about four days afterwards. He was seeping. <laughs> That's my man, oh, right? I love somebody who can handle their tequila or pretend that they can handle their tequila. No, good, good game, good halftime show. Parade could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Commercials sucked. Commercials did suck. The movie hey, previews missed was- the trailers online. Hey, I learned Jesus is a foot guy. Okay. Yeah, that's what we learned that Jesus was a creep. He washed the feet. Only, yeah, the the fucking temple. There's like a little stone craving. Just make of the jokes you want, but I think they nailed that commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, no, fuck that. We're not sorry. No, you deserve it. Well, you know, you're just helping the the poor, poor and the blind. You know, thou shalt turn water into wine and toes into fetishes. Hallelujah. With thy name. Amen. There's just one thing I never understood about that religion. They're very not okay with the homosexuals, but Jesus got nailed by Roman men and came out three days later. And this is how we get canceled. (laughs) What? It is in their scripture. Moving on. You don't know James's religion. Come on. I was going to say, and this is when James logs off. He's like, <laughs> guys, did we offend you yet? No. <laughs> Give it time. Give All it right. Time. You don't. Okay. You also don't have to suppress laughter. You're amongst friends. He's like, gosh, I don't get canceled now. Mm-hmm. Let these bastards get canceled. People start stoning him in the in the streets of the Skook. <laughs> Hey, uh, outside of my house, writing. <laughs> but we do have actually did face some backlash or something similar to that. I made a sticker, and it said, it's like a sticker magnet design, and it said, "Jesus had a twelve incher," and it had like an inspirational like <laughs> picture of a cross with like, yeah. So 
some people were like pretty <laughs> upset about that. And I was like, well, you, you know what I mean? I'm not saying he has like a half incher. Like I'm saying he has a 12 incher. He's probably like stoked about it. He was I mean, not always in one. He, he, he probably he made me there. specifically to create that sticker, you know, <laughs> and spread it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He made me in his image. So, I, you know, exactly. I mean, you know, you just he made God, act like a two inch pecker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and too much weird. Oh my god. Okay. So before we do get have a riot, <laughs> we do have some updates. Uh first is our merch update. Currently working on our store. Um, we're going to have some different shirts and stuff like that. Um, we're gonna have last week's main topic list, make some homemade things. And yeah, about covers it. Tapestry in my fucking living room. Someone please buy it. <laughs> oh, how big is it? Uh, I'll send you the dimension that I'm fucking know at moment. You should actually hang it on the ceiling above your bed. <laughs> Keep it there. Yeah, we have stickers. Yeah, we have stickers. We're working um, on shirts. Shirts. Maybe I'll wait till next year for like sweatshirts and whatnot. There's a bunch of renowned stuff too, like phone cases. Next year, make a mail. Um, we were looking at. Um, you want you want a sweatshirt? Oh yeah. Okay, I'll make a sweatshirt. I mean, summer's coming up. I guess I guess springtime's sweatshirt too. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll get some. I'll get some sweat. I'm working on different ideas. One of them. Yeah, bottle openers. Um, I'm working with different designs. Okay. And, um, one I'll I'll talk and then then a little bit what uh, design I'm working on. Um, but what's going to be nice is the, the place we're using to make our stuff outside of the stickers. They make them as ordered, so we save money, which means whoever buys them is also saving money. Cool. Yeah. Sure. I want to I want to make a shotgun tool that says the full send chug. I like it. Very good idea. Well, I'm playing with an idea because I'll just go to the idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another update um is Billy wanting to shoot a cannon is being worked on. Oh yeah. A special guest that may or may not be on this episode knows some <laughs> oh, people yeah. who reenact Civil War. Shoot. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I know I told you I, I'm working on a lead, but I didn't tell you it was this guy here who was working on that lead for you. I figured that would be a nice surprise. So you didn't tell him yet? I th- well, I told him I have the lead, but I didn't tell him it was you because I knew you were coming on. Oh, and I knew we'd have a nice yeah, You distracted me because, well. All yeah, right. So he, he's Civil uh, the Civil War guy. He was my supposed to be my roommate in college, but uh, we ended up becoming really good friends, and now he... Uh, does Civil War reenactments? Yo, um, can... I I don't even know what side, but he said the cannons for sure, for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, no. but boy, I commend this dude. I didn't even know the side. <laughs> but um, I think it, you might have choice, dude. You might have choice. I, whether or not it's going to be like a live round is a different story. He said the live is possible for sure, but uh, probably See, harder to accommodate. Blowing a hole in something is going to be so much fun. Like, I had you... a few more ideas with it because I was about merge. Explosive uh, round. One of the lines of shirts I'm going to bring out or uh, create is something for the cannon. 
Um, or it's like a picture of like whatever cannon we have, and then you know, full sand it or full uh, fire it, so whatever, whatever the right term, you know, hashtag tally ho. Um, want to get some powdered wigs. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm fully committed to this. I just want I to... think the powdered wigs are perfect. Thank you. I, yeah, I was I going... uh, Billy, didn't you say you wanted to acquire something for this? <laughs> yeah, no, we're not putting that over here. Oh, okay, okay. Just, I just wanted to give you your time to fully live your uh, your ideas. <laughs> I can like find a message if you like. No, 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 we don't. All right. Well, Rose said she will dress up as a Confederate and say the the South will rise again. So <laughs> we have that. As a Southerner, I I, I have that much re- you know respect for the South. All right. Too. Oh, if it's a blank shot, can Rose be in the way? <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, no! You goddamn Confederate bastard! There's uh something still being fired out of that cannon. So, can we not kill me? I don't know how blank work. I mean, <laughs> if you want to disable me for a couple of days so I can get a, you know, a- that's a fucking cannonball coming towards you. You're not being disabled for three days. You'll be crippled for about twelve not years. It's a practice shot. Twelve years at disabled. Well, as you did say, I got a nice big old booty. I'll just turn around and bounce that shit right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, science. Deflection. Just get that flubber from Robin Williams and rub it on there and just watch that shit bounce. Uh, <laughs> Either way, I think it'll be very nice of us as we do this to make uh, a little bit donation to their uh, reenactment. Club troop. I don't know what the right terminology is here. Um, I think they're battalions or battalion. All right, I don't know the the groups, but they're they are in groups. Like they meet up regularly and have uh different battalions based on like actual uh battalions that existed. Or I'm probably not using the right, right terminology right now. But like, right, a right term. Yeah, say say there was a group out of Gettysburg, Gettysburg Infantry Seventy Sixth. Like they would adopt that name and then have others join, and then they dress like they did. Pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. All right, so here's what's going on. The shirt is I'm going to put the 420th Battalion. Oh, hmm. <laughs> man, I'm going to work like the designs for the cannon. I'm going to see what kind of cannon we can get, um, and then I'll go from there. Can I be the butt Italian? Italian? Uh, or battalion. Butt Italian, Italian. And you could be my. Italian's in a fight. You could be war. my butt Italian stallion. All right, we'll pay this for the bedroom, okay? Because that's, that's for us time. Because your south will rise again. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. It's okay, Anthony. This is why you drink. You married me. That's a different podcast. Don't get this out. But we do have a couple more things to talk before we get to the Skinwalker Ranch. First is I am now an uncle. My sister had her baby. Yay. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. um, We got the call. Well, I had to go back. Was it Tuesday morning? One o'clock in the morning. Asshole calls. In the middle of a snowstorm. I'm in the hospital about to have a baby. Cool. Let me know when it's morning time. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Does she live local? 
So she was affected by the storm during the birth? Well, she lives um, in Gorwarden. Okay, so yeah, she got hit oh, hard. That, oh, that's a story. That's a good story. Never forget it. Yeah, she went out to uh, was the Danville Hospital, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she was having... I'm just put her shit out there for everyone to know. Um, back labor. Yeah, she was having like, back labor, having pain, and I was like... Like, wait to go during the snowstorm or get there ahead of it. So she got there and then, like, we're about to have a baby. Called us at one o'clock and it was like 3.55. She had baby. 3.59. I was estimating. He was within five minutes. Thank you. If she would have held that baby for like 30 seconds, she would have had a perfect four o'clock baby. Yeah. (laughs) We all can't be perfect, Rose. There's always those weird times. Alina was 228. Cole was 334. It can't be rounded up. <laughs> no. No five. So that's a good time, though. Yeah, everything uh, turned out good. They're home, healthy. Baby's good. So cute. Well, that's good. Got a chubby that's little bad. baby. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You and your family. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's always very exciting. As long as he oh, doesn't yeah. start laughing like Katie, I think the baby oh, has my. a good chance of. Don't <laughs> fucking curse the baby already. <laughs> I just part of me hopes it has the attitude of Katie. Oh yeah, just so that? he can just be all because I'll call him Karma. <laughs> oh my god! Because that's what we got with Alina. That's your attitudes. Oh, I'm sorry. She all that she got from me personality-wise was ghost dealers. No, she definitely inherited some. Give me three examples. Which personality type would you want me to pick from? Just go ahead. Just go ahead. Family tree. No, not like that. Me. That leave your temper. I don't have a temper. You are such a bullshitter, Billy. Do I have a temper? You make a teapot look Uh, like a teacher. I believe the. Conspiracy. Look, your vein is popping out of your forehead now. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, there's people that go from zero to one hundred. Listen, there are people who go from zero to one hundred, and I idle at seventy. Okay, I can't help it. Anthony's so gangster, he keeps it one hundred all the time. <laughs> okay, fine. No, you did. Number two, your stomach. That's, that's not, not personality. personality. No, that's not personality. But she's mean when she has to go. I'm not mean. I have to go. I just go. You no, know, sometimes when you can't go and you go from I have to go to oh my god, I have to go. Okay, that's not a personality trait. I just, you know, yes, you do. You turn into a different person. Yeah, because I'm giving birth. Okay, you turn different when you were giving birth too. All right. I go, yeah, I gave birth twice. You give birth at least four times a day. <laughs> I'm not counting it. <laughs> It's like you're a chameleon or a snake, and you're just shedding the the negativity. You know, this is just. Hey, how was Valentine's Day? Since you want to attack me, Valentine's Day was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was. We had we shared that big ass steak to the tune of jazz. Oh yeah, Anthony put on jazz like a classy man. I was a classy bitch. It was a. Uh, did you guys do anything for Valentine's Day? Uh, I. <laughs> I had flowers delivered to Liz at work. And then this morning she decided that she wanted the teddy bear from the Rose Teddy Bear 
from Turkey Hill, so I could have just bought that and she would have been fine. The flowers were like a hundred bucks, but the twenty dollar teddy bear, it was fine. <laughs> That's fair. Um th- uh, this year I I appreciate you both saw it, but just for our listeners, one of the things we did was exchange uh favorite snacks. <laughs> And she got me a big pound, a big bag of uh, the sour, post sour worms. And I made her a picture of TJ Watt with my face photoshopped on. It was a 10 out of 10. It definitely is one of my favorite snacks. Um, however, in true Kodak style, we both also bought each other the same exact gift. Not exactly. They were both custom made Funkos. I made one the best version of Kodak and Anthony made See, I'm I named mine Wine Drunk Rosie. I just named your Kodak. I named mine Kodak. Which just proves I have one personality where I had to make one whole separate thing for you. Okay. Being called Kodak is not just a personality. It's like you having a country and there's multiple states within you. The you're the you're the country Kodak, and there's just every little element into you. Because your birthday, this year, your birthday party this year is going to explain it. Because people are coming as different versions of you. Can't wait. Yeah. So Kodak, there's many different versions. Like there's many different personalities. There's Lobster Kodak. There's Father Kodak. There's Tony's Kodak. Yeah. There's I have to go to the bathroom because I ate too much chili Kodak. <laughs> There's Ice Spice Superfan Kodak. I think see, he gets. There's Sunday Football Kodak. Toby Keith Kodak. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm waiting for people to show up with an eye patch. Yeah, there's Pirate Kodak. You know what? I, I did. I, I did go through many phases in my life. Yeah. With your many personalities. I'll call evolutions. Not evolutions. You okay? evolved. Yeah. You mega- I go through different phases, okay? It's not a phase, mom. I'm going to be a 29-year-old man trapped in a 15-year-old girl's body. You need to be on a list. Did I say that backwards? Yeah, you just... I'm a 15-year-old girl trapped in a 29-year-old guy's body. Man. There we go. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. <laughs> 13 going on 30. That sounds a little mush. you Friday. No, it sounds like you need to be on a Floridian list. <laughs> <laughs> You can't whip me with him 100. I'm stuck in a 15 year old body. Anyways, but um, I can't wait for that one. I hope you guys. Uh, I know Billy. I know you come to all of our parties, but I hope James can make it to, in true Kodak fashion. You don't know a Kodak party until you've experienced yourself. I'll have to get a a good outfit together. The kitchen's the best place to be. Um, bring an IV bag. Because if you go, if you get stuck in the kitchen with with one Anthony Kodak, you don't survive it. <laughs> don't go in the kitchen. Don't. I tell people, don't get stuck in the kitchen. It, it's a black hole. in there. It is a black hole of whiskey. Hey, I give people other drinks, tequila. Yeah, but every five minutes, another person walks in the room, and you pour everybody who enters the room a shot. Uh- so if you were the only two in the room and four more people walk in, expect to take four more shots. Okay, it happens, okay? Bring your own bottle and dilute it. <laughs> Am I really this bad? Yes. 
almost killed someone. Who? Seth? Josh almost killed the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seth almost died. Fucking learn how to hang. Dude, the, the poor boy puked and shit himself. <laughs> he was there Oh, I'm sorry. People can't hang. True story. It's a mystery. It's a true story. Anyone was drowned in a hot tub. That's my fault. You almost drowned in a hot tub? Not me. No. Someone we know almost drowned in a hot tub because they drank way too much. And as soon as the hot water hit, they blacked out. In the last new cover. Mm. You should come with a warning sign. (laughs) I'm new. Take it easy. Thou We're going to start doing like Kodak warnings. <laughs> Clear the kitchen. You just come with the siren so people know that where you're at all the time. Like, Get a bell. Like, yeah, like a cat collar. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, shit. He's coming, guys. Fan out. <laughs> a fucking menace upon lovers. Especially <laughs> if you go upstairs and change into Father Kodak and you start blessing people. <laughs> Yeah. Tell that. You know where we can get a fucking priest robe in the middle of uh, winter? Uh, Amazon. Church. Um, Halloweencostumes.com. My closet. That's not real. A parish. Oh, yeah. Tall ass Kodak is going to fit me. I'll be walking around like a train with a fucking wedding gown. There's some stilettos. I don't know. I'll walk around looking like Morticia. Okay. Okay, we're gonna get into this. Yeah, let's get into our main our first main uh subject here. Um James, I know you read a lot about this, so if you uh see something that would submit your thing later or you want to cut in, just feel free. Alrighty. So after he reads a paragraph. So as I mentioned in the intro this week, I'll be covering well, we'll be covering Skinwalker Ranch. Um, it was actually James here, our guest, so it was his idea. And we're running with it. It was actually very interesting the Meyer read about it. Because at first I was like, oh, you know, it'd be kind of cool to uh, cover skinwalkers. Because that's obviously what this ranch has to be about. Nope. It's uh, a lot more than that. Um, if I remember okay. correctly. Well, they're included. Yeah. Um, as, I was about, as I started watching the show that you had me uh, start to watch on the History Channel. Uh the Utes and what's what's the other native tribe that's there? Navajos. Navajos, thank you. Um, they had some disputes, which led to some atrocities, which led to a patch. It was more, more like a ridge going that goes through the ranch where they believe was a pathway for skinwalkers. However, um, this uh, ranch also became a hotbed for UFO and other paranormal activity. Um, the ranch itself also known as uh, Shaman Ranch, is a property that consists of 512 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah. Um, initial reports, at least reports that I found, of UFOs in the Unitah Basin began in 1978. A newspaper known as Deseret News, which covers uh, news, analysis, and opinion pieces on the state of Utah and major happenings in the country, ran a story on numerous UFO sightings in the previous previous weeks prior to its publishing. Uh, for example, one story involved a 13-year-old student, Dale Wood, who attended uh, Vernal, Vernal, because it's pronounced Vernal, junior high school. Um, 
he reportedly saw a UFO while on a walk to his grandmother's home, describing it as a large silver object surrounded by a very intense green light that was jagged, similar to what you would see from the flames from a campfire. Hmm. <laughs> yes, green, green, green fire, green campfire. Goldilocks also saw a big bad wolf on her way to her grandmother's house. Well, Goldilocks was an idiot. <laughs> Wait, was that Goldilocks? I thought she found the three bears in the. That was the yeah, a little bit Don't get me distracted. You know I have ADHD. <laughs> He's like, Wait. Wood claimed that the object hovered over him and he was able to see its underside, which contained more lights, with the middle light being the brightest. Dale said that the object remained there for a couple minutes and noted that the craft was silent. Enjoy That's that so beer. <laughs> Wood was frightened and ran to his aunt's house to tell his brother David. David called his mother, but his mother claimed Dale was just trying to scare the children. What a bastard. At this time, the air conditioning units and TV sets began to mysteriously malfunction and the dogs began to whimper and cry, but they didn't really bark like they were scared or something. Miss Wood felt like heard Huh? James can't hear anything. Oh, he can't hear anything? He messaged me and he can't hear anything. Oh, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Oh, he messaged me too. Can't hear you now. Did it hit me? Let's ask him. Did you hit mute? I mean, that seemed like an asshole. Tell him that happens a lot. Me the one time, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, we do it a lot more than we think. <laughs> you think we were professional with this? I do. I'm going to message him. Let's see if he sees it. Bum, bottom, bum. You know? Hello. You here? Oh. Oh yeah, we're we're back in action. Technical difficulty. All right. Sorry That's about right. that. It happened. So I know yeah. you. Uh, what was the last thing you heard me say? Um, I believe you were talking. I don't know about the Uinta Basin. You you mentioned. Uh, oh, it's okay. After yeah. But but it's okay. Just continue where you're at. Okay. Well, I, I was just discussing uh, the first witness, the uh, Dale Wood, a uh, 13-year-old student, saw a UFO. Um, that, that's where I'm at now. Okay. Um, yeah, man, that said, place is a hotbed of sightings, of activity, of like weird invisible forces, electromagnetic fields, reverse magnetism, like all sorts of unexplainable stuff. Like... Yeah, that's actually where I, where I was just uh, about heading with. Um, because once his mother uh, heard what was happening, she she thought they were just being kids. But then air conditioning units, TV sets, they just began to malfunction. Um, and she heard, Miss Wood heard that just a sound that didn't sound like it was in the human hearing range. Uh, she went outside and also saw a UFO which departed rapidly to the northeast. And um, there's also dogs there that were just whimpering and crying. They didn't bark. It was like they are just terrified of something. Uh, mm. Dale, the 13-year-old, believed that the craft went to land in a field after hearing horses rapidly fleeing like they were spooked by something. However, he could find no evidence of a landing. Uh, Miss Wood soon phoned the Ute Indian Tribe Police to report the sighting, and Officer David Murray, who dispatched to investigate, also said he saw a flying object. Uh, the following day, Miss Wood learned that a reporter for the Roosevelt Standard, uh, Tentha Rasmussen, 
also saw the craft along with her 10-year-old grandson. Soon, uh, Junior Hicks, a science teacher at Roosevelt's West Junior High School, joined the case. Hicks claimed to have investigated over 400 sightings since 1968, uh, mostly in this area and the surrounding area. Uh, there were a few more sightings, with the last one being reported from 18-year-old Jimmy Justice, about 23 miles southwest of the initial sightings. He what claimed to see. What a fucking name, Jimmy Justice. Yeah, I fucking love that name too. Maybe think he was like an old school superhero. <laughs> oh, he totally was trying to be. <laughs> uh, he claimed to see a dome flying object with bright lights flying in the sky. And I know, so I think this was like the last sighting. Um, I'm referring to more of this like localized uh sighting of this specific UFO. Um, like we just heard, there. This is a hotbed of UFO sightings, paranormal sightings, Skinwalker, which um, he's he's going to get into more later. Um, claims about Skinwalker Ranch itself first appeared in a 1996 edition of Deseret News, and in the alternative Las Vegas Mercury as a series of investigative reports by journalist George Knapp. His articles revolve around claims from Terry and Gwen Sherman, who experienced frightening events after they purchased the property they could not explain. Um, the Shermans, along with their teenage son and 10-year-old daughter, claimed to have seen three different types of UFOs over the previous 15 months. They claimed to have seen a small box-like craft with a white light, a 40-foot-long object, and a third ship that was the size of several football fields. They claim to have seen red lights emit from the crafts and apparently videotaped two of the sightings. Uh, the Sherman also discovered three circles of flattened grass. You know, a very common thing you you uh, hear about when, you know, UFOs, especially back then. Crop circles. Yeah, crop circles. Um, each one was about eight feet across in a triangular pattern 30 feet from each other. They also found strange soil impressions in separate fields, each about three feet wide and about a foot or two deep. Um, in another instance, Gwen claimed to have followed by a craft in her car on her way home from work. Uh, Terry claimed to have heard male voices about 20, 25 feet above him while his dogs were frantic, like they're freaking out. Um, Terry could not make out the language of these voices, just felt like they sounded male. Because he's schizophrenic. Um, I don't think so. Because usually yeah. when oh, I first... No this i try and like look see if there's any like mental health concerns like when i did the um what, what haunting was it the sherman haunting that was in pittston uh, smurl smurl yes thank you um one of our early episodes where you know i was discussing after the fact how there was some uh mental health concerns in the family but with this one um that's a a good good point but the the history goes back so far um to the previous owners to the owners that own it in modern day so like everyone is collectively having the same experience so as far as like uh terry sherman's mental health or whatever him and his whole family experienced it so like i'm uh skeptical at first and then i take in the information and kind of make a judgment and it seems like they're pretty sound individuals they were just there to like raise some cattle you know and then all this crazy stuff started happening when it comes to the native americans it's like we don't have that much history they could have been doing some weird shit we don't yeah. know about 
there is lore on the Skinwalker that um, I I read into, and it's it's really weird stuff as far as uh, how you become a Skinwalker, how they say you become a Skinwalker, and it involves sacrificing a family member. You have to kill a family member that you love, and then you do some sort of rituals, and then you can become this shapeshifter type type deal. No, it's not a werewolf. Well, that's what they say that they come in different forms, and the werewolf one is the one that's been seen most commonly here on uh, Skinwalker Ranch. So uh, the Sherman song, um, other people, um, like he mentioned Junior Hicks. There's another person who was uh, um, interviewed by Junior Hicks, and he uh, was a, a Ute Indian, and he was hunting rabbits with his cousin or something on the ridge. And uh, what's that? Be very, very quiet. Very quiet. Well, they, I bet they wish they won't, did. But the, a snowstorm blew in. <laughs> snowstorm blew in, so they, they saw the homestead too, which is like one of the old properties or old uh, homes on the property. It's like run down. Uh, so they went and took shelter in there during the blizzard and they heard noises like coming from like one side and then um they they were like that's not a rat and they got their guns and they chased after it and uh they said he said that the footprints they were uh following were human and then they changed into what looked like a really big wolf and then they came up on the thing both shot at it 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 didn't react to the bullets roared and ran away and then uh yeah so and he's a, a Native American who lives there, and they they don't want seem to want to talk about it much. Like I mentioned this to Billy, like anytime it's brought up, they kind of just don't talk about it. It's like they know more than they're willing to say. Like don't ask, actually, don't tell. Exactly. Like they're very fearful of whatever it is they know. Yeah, they are. So, uh, should be terrified. Yeah. Uh, it's like you don't ask. I would be too much. Military about the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever do that. <laughs> How's your PTSD? <laughs> you have any nightmares today? <laughs> See here. Um, the Shermans. As we were just talking, you were just talking about, um, you know, raising cattle and whatnot. Yeah. They began to discover their cows were disappearing without a trace. And yep. Tom were being found dead and mutilated. Um, however, there's some skepticism with this, where local records from the sheriff's, sheriff's department shows no calls about cows being taken, cows being killed, anything like that. Um, yeah. The Shermans acknowledged they did not make any push reports. However, they did confide in Hicks, who we were just talking about before. Yep. Um, I've he's confirmed it as well and I believe he was actually the uh police tribesman or for uh, uh the reservation there or whatever he was actually a tribe or a tribal policeman is well sure that's what you're calling and I have in my he might have been a police officer at some point but I've heard that he was uh a science teacher okay yeah I could just, totally be getting that wrong I is the South Park episode based off this? Is all anyone I know. 
What which one? I don't think I've seen it, but it might have been like very first one where cows start being mutilated and then Carver gets a thing shoved up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just like all aliens, not specifically yeah. Skinwalker or Ash. Honestly, most of us probably ha- have been anal- anally probed by these aliens. We're in prison. I satellite come out like every Tuesday. It's weird. I think DirecTV got started. Oh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Let's see here. Hicks stated that around this time, he received thousands of UFO sightings, but that the number the Shermans reported were unusually high. However, it was not entirely uncommon in the basin. Um, it's estimated that 10% of the population there has seen a UFO. So the Shermans had the probe. They chance. were probed out quite a bit. They were they had all of their stuff locked up, all of their cabinets, all of their doors. Like we're talking padlocks on padlocks on padlocks and chains. And they said that was because they got visitors at night. So they were like probably actually getting probed. All jokes aside. Yeah, it, it was the uh <laughs> I bet the he actually probably around. liked it. He might have liked it. Maybe. I mean <laughs> I that's think a, he leaned into it. Another world. They're coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Feel special. It's honestly weird to think about. Like what the hell is it? Science. Yeah. Um specifically on the ranch, there have been close to one hundred incidents that have been investigated. Including but not limited to the mutilation of cattle, signs UFOs, large animals with piercing red eyes, like you were just talking about, uh, undamaged by bullets. Yep. Um, nearly invisible objects emitting destructive magnetic fields. Um, these reports led to Robert Bigelow, founder of the National Institute Bigelow, um, founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, to purchase the ranch for $200,000 in 1996. Um, and if you're thinking, okay, there's no way like this stuff could be real, this is has to be a long thing. The federal government even got involved, committing 22 million dollars to investigate UFO science at the ranch. We can't get the government to spend money on healthcare, okay? And they're throwing money at this. Lots of it. It's not belong. And that was just the initial funding that they put into this. They put more money into this. Um now, part of this was just to make sure there weren't, you know, commies flying over our ranches or anything like that. But then as they began to do their own research, they're like, they just, what was it, two or three years ago, they announced that UFOs are real. Yep. They're Thank flying out. The Go Fast video or whatever. And then yeah. recently in, what was it, Congress, a congressional hearing, all they announced it. David Gresh, the whistleblower. I think his name is something like that yeah um in 2016 adamantium real estate purchased a ranch for approximately five hundred thousand dollars and quickly trademarked the term skinwalker ranch which they got approved for in 2020 because i mean if you're gonna be haunted you might as well make a buck off of it um skinwalker ranch has appeared in several forms of media including joe rogan um or well, specifically Joe Rogan questions everything, ancient aliens, and the secret of Skinwalker Ranch, which is on the History Channel, and what I've seen so far, which James here had me watch, pretty fucking crazy. It's wild. 
Yeah, um, and you're on season one. Like, it just gets wilder and wilder as they start figuring more stuff out. And uh, the the doctor that I had mentioned to you, his name is Travis Taylor. He uh, jumps on. It might be season two or late season one, but he's like the the main one, and he's always trying to. He calls it poke the hornet's nest, and he he loves to use rockets. So like they're doing all these experiments, and he always shoots the rockets, and it makes the them appear. It makes shit happen. Like it, it's it's really crazy stuff. So. Wait, that's a hornet, hornet's nest guy. Well, that's that's what he he calls it because uh, they he when he first came on he was like a specialist in like rockets and all that. So he he's a rocket scientist. So he brought a student out and they started shooting rockets out off, and then a bunch of UFOs started appearing in the sky and like um they record it's a signal to one point six gigahertz signal that appears every single time there's a sighting so like every time something weird happened this signal appears or like people start feeling weird and sick or the animals start like misbehaving so every time they uh see something the signal's there every time the signal appears they know to be looking around and they yeah they don't know where it's coming from but i surmise that it's got to be coming from the crafts Right, like if Bosks. it happens every time they appear in the sky, so exactly. just yeah. yeah, like I was telling you, um, I spent a lot of time myself having to like with, with the work I've had to do with RF and radio signals and stuff like that. So I'm pretty yeah. interested to come across that when I get to that part of the show. Oh yeah, man, it's a lot. But you should actually go out and do some studies out there. Take me with you. <laughs> Yo, fuck our jobs. We might come back with a new satellite dish up our ass, but hey. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another effect. They call it the hitchhiker effect. And they say that the ranch reacts to every person differently and it and it sometimes will like go home with you. And like you'll be having the same type of stuff at home. Hitchhiker effect. So maybe we shouldn't go. I'll just wait for one day I don't have kids in the house and then I'll go risk it. True. Good idea. But that's all I have for my little uh, write-up here. I know you have more here, so you go ahead and uh, add, add on what uh, you want to add on here. Okay. I'll just kind of go up to the beginning here. So to add on to the the Navajo, it was originally Navajo land, and the Utes and the Navajo lived side by side peacefully sometimes and um eventually it culminated uh where the Utes took the side of a civil war army soldier named Kit Carson and he was supposed to like remove all the Indians from the land, the Navajo being the people that were on this particular land. So they were removed and then the Utes, it's in their uh oral history, oral written history that the uh navajo cursed the land and now that's why the skinwalkers are there and they torment anybody who is in the area and they totally avoid the area because they say that skinwalker ranch area is where the portals are open and where they come into our world and leave and where the things are happening so yeah and also 
on top of the ridge, there's ancient native rock art, and it depicts like a, a swirling portal and a big, looks like a spaceship. You'd have to check it out yourself or pull up, pull up the picture of it. But um, later on when they're doing studies, there are multiple things that happen like at that rock art site, like where the ancient Indians had carved this into the rock. It's like up on top. So it's like a what they believe to be a ritualistic site. Not sure exactly what they did there, but they also knew something was going on in this area. So it's not just like the modern people who owned and lived, lived there. But yeah, originally it was hmm, Kenneth and Edith Myers. And they lived there for 60 years. And um, during their time, they, they reported all this, the same type of things like weird cattle deaths, um, seeing creatures, lights in the sky, odd stuff. And when they moved on and sold it to Terry and Gwen Sherman in 94, that's when it seemed to like really like pick up in intensity. Right. And they, they are just wanted to raise their cattle. And then uh, the cattle started dying. Um, he started seeing like being tormented by what they were calling aliens at night, people that weren't human would come at night. So he, as I said before, had his whole house locked up, like everything just totally like bolted, locked, chained. So nothing could come in. Like he was petrified of whatever was going on. And yeah, so they ended up selling the farm because they were tortured by it. And before I move on from the Shermans, there's a story that uh, about their cattle that um, they were missing like six of them, right? So he called the sheriff. Sheriff came out and they're looking all over for these prize cattle. They don't know. And he's like, did you look in the shed? And the guy he called, it might have been the tribal policeman or whatever. And they found all six bulls stacked on top of each other in this shed catatonic so they're like still alive but they're like catatonic on top of each other like and how you get six two ton or however much they weigh bulls into a pen or a, a, I, what i'm picturing is like a storage container type deal like a shed of some sort and then when they poured water on them they came back to life and freaked out and like did everything in their power to get out. So like, that's just one odd story from their. I, I think he's having beef. Yeah. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but like they, they won't like kill humans. It's weird. It's almost like they're in cahoots with us. Like yeah. our government is somehow involved with them. And we have a, I've read that there's a potential agreement where we trade technology and then they're able to do uh, studies on us and keep their anonymity. At this point, I'll believe it. Yeah, it, it's going that way. But, you, but I don't even know what to believe anymore, really. Like, you, there's so much misleading information thrown in every direction by every government and every person with an agenda. You know what I mean? Right, the five so, Yeah. But then after, um, 
the Sherman's Robert Bigelow, who was a billionaire investor, bought it. And he, as you said before, is the founder of NIDS, the National Institute of Discovery Science. And he purchased it specifically to um, study it scientifically, try and get some some evidence, right? And what they did there and in those 20 years, they really haven't put much out. It's all secret, like whatever they figured out. But um, there's been interviews and people who were there during that time period worked there and their stories that came out from them. Um, and some of them involve them seeing portals open up where they could, it looked like a distortion and you, you look through and it looked like a whole different landscape, like within the the sky, night sky, where they were at. And this was at Homestead too, the same place where the guy had the, uh, what was his name, Junior Hicks, the story with the that I just told you about, the rabbit hunters. Yeah, same place. That seems like a very hot spot on the ranch, Homestead too. So, yeah, after... Bigelow, Brandon Fugel purchased it, and that's who you mentioned. And he he stated that he hasn't put a single penny in his pocket from from the show. Um, when like responding to critics saying that he's doing it for profit, he he stands on the ground that he hasn't made any money from it, which I don't I don't know if I believe. I mean, but, uh, whether he is or not, there's that history. Yeah. It just goes back so far. So I, I just don't think that you can discredit it based on, you know, that. You could definitely because of the show. Yeah. But I was thinking if they really found something like breakthrough, breakthrough, do you think that they would like actually show us oh, no, on the History Channel? The government's going to go in there and yeah. be like, okay, listen, you discovered this. Shut you up. You can only show this. Here's what you can show. We're yeah. taking this information. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I believe it. I'm patiently waiting for season four. It's supposed to come out in April because they're um, it's getting good, man. Like, I don't want to spoil anything on you, but once you get to like season three, four, it's pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, they start really like fo focusing in on stuff and doing a variety, an array of tests. And that gets me into a uh, scientific test that they do. Rockets, tons and tons of rockets they're shooting. And they were doing, they they have a an area they call the triangle, which is uh, another point of high strangeness where like a lot of things are happening. They're getting a lot of readings, seeing a lot of stuff. And there's an anomaly that seems to be in the air, invisible, about 20 to 200 feet up. So they brought out flamethrowers, uh, they brought out the rockets, and then high-speed cameras. And they're shooting the flames to see like, if the flames move away from this invisible object they think's there on the rocket. And when they shoot the rockets, it, it veers off at the same point every single time. And one rocket actually blew up right at this point. And uh, the rocket experts say that like never happened in thousands of launches. So they're 
like you could see on the high speed camera like how it like veers to the left when it hits this point so like what it is is still up for debate but it's definitely a weird weird little energy vortex or in that spot so yeah other scientific stuff they, they use is spectrum analyzers and uh they're looking for like the giga, gigahertz signal that 1.6 that shows up um electromagnetic frequency meters uh what else the high-speed cameras they've balloons drilling um they specifically put livestock out to use as biosensors and they got a one that i think is definitely worth mentioning they had a, a cow started acting weird and isolated and then died and then they they noticed it and checked the cameras went over to it and it was radioactive all around where this cow had just died and uh they checked the cameras and right above the cow a ufo appears in like two frames of the mm -hmm. high speed camera so like that appears the cow dies it's radioactive around it on the ground and the cow itself is radioactive so like i think with all that evidence like something is there that killed the cow you know and they they caught it on camera so just crazy like what are they doing you wonder you know yeah yeah um so livestock is biosensors radio frequency scanners they they use lasers for the same type of experiment like i told you guys about before where they're aiming it at certain areas and they I, saw I lasers you. split um gpr ground penetrating radar <laughs> as well and um they found a huge in the mesa they call it the mesa it's just the big uh kind of exactly what you would think like rock face and they found a big blimp like object and it's metallic and like 200 feet long and it, i don't know exactly how far down it is but um they located it on the gpr and they know it's there and it's like a they don't know what it is so they drilled down onto it and ended up getting like chunks of metal like little flecks of metal out of this borehole that they did and they took the metal and the astrophysicist travis taylor he uh they got it looked at by a metallurgy or i don't even know how to pronounce that I'm metallurgy metallurgy <laughs> metal orgy i think it's metal orgy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was like a layered metal it wasn't just one type of metal that occurs naturally it was layered and it was a thin substrate of iron aluminum magnesium alloy with a coating of tellurium on the outside and a coating of europium on the smooth side and those two are two of the rarest metals in the world and they're used in quantum computing and on spaceships re-entering earth's atmosphere to take the heat so why is that in the ground on this ranch yeah, that's 
pretty Cute. pretty thought provoking, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. at the end, I want to hear theories, like what what you think about all that, like everything together. It's just yeah, a it's a lot of like anomalies. Like I'm interested to see like what else would pop up like at a 1.6 gig on a spectrum analyzer. Yeah. Yeah. And once you see that you can narrow a lot of things down to like just to what's known. Right. Um I I believe Travis Taylor, the astrophysicist guy, said that 1.6 is used in in space communications only at like from Earth Earth to space. And that that's what uh the one point six is like relevant, but why it appears is they don't know. They're not sure. And there's another how one. it appears. Uh oh, heck yeah. I'm gonna pull well, my hope for you. walkers. I just for me it's it's like everybody who provides this evidence seem like the people who are talking about it are so crazy. Yet how else can you describe this? without people having some kind of concrete proof and then you're trying to fight your knowledge and your truth against what the government is spinning out there and it's kind of hard for people because it's everybody knows what you know you see what you believe um it's hard with this day and age because with ai and computers to make anything look like anything you never know what's real from what's fake but these are these are findings that were happening that are happening 50 60 100 years ago and it's hard to make that up when we didn't have the technology right very very good point yeah what i'd be interested in is seeing what like the counterpoints are tall. It's like, why will people say none of this is real or what, what their answers to some of these scenes would be? I, I, I'm just curious, like what, what they would say. Uh, the one thing I read and I, I read it during doing the research and it was in reference to like the activity increasing, like exponentially when Terry Sherman moved there. And um, they say that he, made up the story to in order to sell the ranch is uh what the one that i i'm familiar with they say that yeah. terry made it up on the story as like fantastical to be able to sell the ranch so yeah but if other people are having experience yeah it, not- it goes back to the the native inhabitants and the past owners it's not just that yeah but the ranch reacts differently to different people. And Terry, if you like are familiar with him, you'll see him on uh, the show. If you continue watching, he seems kind of like an old school, like gruff, like rough and tumble. Like maybe they just didn't fuck with him. Like, you know, maybe they didn't like him. They they I, wanted their old uh, couple, the old couple they liked. I also have a, a very firm belief that you don't fuck with native grounds. Mm-hmm. we've learned through i mean we did the history of sharp mountain you see things that like the amityville horror house um you don't fuck with native ground and a lot of make you if it's especially if it's spirited if 
curse the 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 lands those things that where you you either have to believe in the paranormal um one way or another uh, for people to understand what exactly is going on you may seem like you're on some kind of drug or you, you maybe there's some carbon monoxide leak in your house that you're hallucinating or maybe it's just the spiritual hauntings of some kind of native curse that or could it be some extraterrestrial from another See, planet? I am leaning toward that. What if the natives like are tight with the ETs or we are somehow like them? You know, we don't know. Very hard for me to go the carbon monoxide route when there's a f- over five <laughs> acres of land. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, I'm just I, saying people can make up scenarios all they want. I don't believe anyone who can live in Utah is um, not an alien, so. <laughs> Mormons. You, you know what I kind of believe, and it makes the most sense? Like, really? the, the skinwalkers are like the alien's uh, disguise, per se, and it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with Bigfoots. I think that Bigfoots are somehow involved with the ETs. It's like they're disguised to be physically on the earth out of their ship, maybe. Because um another thing with uh Skinwalker and Bigfoots, it's orbs. They they see these orbs. Like people will see orbs and then they'll see the Bigfoots or vice versa. And they see all these orbs here and then they see the wolf creature. So is this a different disguise? Are the natives who who call it a skinwalker, is that the same thing as our Bigfoot? And maybe it's just regional, you know, like I don't know. It but it kind of makes sense a little bit. Well, I wanted to Yeah, I, I kind of really think they are at this point. Definitely there's too much evidence to look the opposite direction for me. Evidence out there. I mean, all the time we're Mm-hmm. new radio waves from space different things we know there's other planets out there not even just planets but moons that can support life that has water that has the basic it's not too far-fetched no had the basic things to support life and we even have our planet when you go so deep in the ocean where life just adapted to not having sunlight not having basic components needed I, I also think it's another, you have to think of it this way to where if we do prove there's life out there somewhere else, you know, we have so many um, countries that are going to war with us and that live on our own planet. Can you imagine somebody building some kind of satellite to summons something extra, you know, extraterrestrial to annihilate your, the, you know, something <laughs> else? yeah like hey ed here here's the coordinates of the location take your laser beams from outer space and just completely putin said you're fat yeah like (laughs) someone's gonna tell the aliens to fucking go back to their planet one day and we're all gonna get we're blown up and it'll be a whole thing yeah t-rex probably fucking just said that and all the dinosaurs were annihilated um (laughs) but like exactly you just don't know, like, like, or is it the fact that people try to keep it under wraps to not keep people from freaking out, or is it the fact that you don't want people taking the technology that we have these days, and all it takes is one evil smart person 
to build something go to space or do something because you know we have us and then we're, we're in competition with russia and then you're they're in competition with with china and it's all china. who's going to do it first who try to make life and and try to communicate with somebody outside to use it for evil instead of trying to understand who they are that's true that is a huge responsibility and and we don't know who is doing that on our behalf right now if it's occurring at all scary where the 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 government or multiple governments all across the world know that these these people these creatures are real they just they don't want to freak out the public because i believe so it's it's more so what you don't know won't hurt you. I mean, we don't even know what's in the fucking ocean. And and nothing on planet and that's scary enough. You don't want to think what's out in space. They light up and shit. Perfect hiding place. So octopus octopi are fucking aliens. I'd rather be lost. I'd rather be stuck have in space. Any DNA, I think. Or their their DNA doesn't match anything else. It's like alien DNA. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah it's some kind of weird They've shit. Like that. Be an alien. Them and squids, because squids fucking smart too. For no reason. But boy are they tasty. Imagine getting like swimming and then just having a fucking squid just attached to your face and <laughs> drag you. <laughs> or, or even worse, your dick just came up oh, and grabbed you by the dick. Grab his dick. I need a dick. Not my dick. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. They're channeling in and listening to us laughing. Them. Oh, those stoners! They but, think you know. Listen, but I have a theory that there comes a day where the octopi, the crows, and the chimpanzees for how to communicate were fucked. Don't forget the dolphins. Dolphins gotta be out of it. Yeah, they're pretty smart too. No, we they're already they're, up to something. Probably See, killed their leader. Harambe's getting. This. I don't think <laughs> he wasn't a chimp. Okay. No, but I don't think the octopi would align with the dolphins because dolphins are sexual predators. Yeah, but they're smart as shit. That's so that They'll rape you. What fucking smart about it? And they can they can go in tiny places. <laughs> they don't leave DNA evidence. That's insane to think. We just we just glitched the matrix here. Who's gonna suspect stuff like no one? He wasn't kidnapped. He went on his own accord. Flipper was so innocent. Laces out. He really freed that Willie. Donna. Donna. Tuba wasn't grow- throwing up gang signs. He was say- sending signals to home. <laughs> he said, like, one more season, we can do this. Aliens are real. I don't care. 100% yeah, care about you. 
I'm with you. I mean, I think, think about that else you didn't think existed until we found my dad. Well, now that you know he's real, he just yeah, he existed. He, he's just been Santa Claus this whole time. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even come once a year. <laughs> he just came once, and your mom. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say it. He did visit at one point. Okay. I don't have memory of this because I was one. What passing into the afterlife? There's a two times he came to visit. <laughs> he didn't say much the second time. <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault he went became a skinwalker. No, for real, for real, skinwalkers, they literally scare the shit out of me. Because I honestly believe that they exist. There's no way that you can see something running in the woods and all of a sudden has feet, like normal fucking human footprints. Every day scares the shit out of me. I see these videos. People are just randomly knocking on people's doors and just, they look like meth heads. They're they're talking in circles. Dude, that shit fucks me up. You didn't poop yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. No, they are you saying, telling me the mad heads are fucking skinwalkers? Because that could be. Like, well, yeah, that was in Florida, on Utah. Dude, I'm, We're, you. I'm fucked. I live in Ashland. You guys are safer than me. Dude, when I stop with that turkey every fucking morning, don't oh, don't son of a bitch, dude. Dude, it's it's bad. It's like it's like transformers mm. on the fuck. Need to get some garlic. Keep it on you. Meth heads roll out. Garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it works for vampires, it works for skinwalkers. Yeah, tweakers too. I thought to take away tweakers, you just get like some like cork boots. Ooh, no, hardly. they actually they like they like working, I think. Yeah, no, I think it's Well, you got you got to like for me, like you gotta think, uh Men in Black came out what nineties, early two thousands. It was like ninety six or so. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousands. And they perceived that aliens were Posing as normal day to day humans, hundred mm-hmm. There's definitely some truth to Men in Black because you see that like as a common theme. Like after things happen, these men in suits show up and they question people and like intimidate and do whatever. And yeah, so it, I th- I think a lot of these movies we see are based on like some like thread of truth a and little bit at least. And then you'll see all the conspiracy theories about vaccines are being put into your body and there's they're tracking devices or they start to slowly um, warp your DNA. And it sounds silly, but is it beyond the realm of actuality? Like what if these people are they, they, they pose as practitioners and they're from outer space and they're more intelligent than we are and they can fool us and they're slowly warping people's brains what if they made covid i'll really blow your mind right now. yeah rare for me to blow your mind yeah so I, mean, I don't know i'm ah, crazy not me like hallucinating all of this like how do i know i'm not hallucinating right now yeah someone has a very 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 wicked sense of humor if they think everything that goes on in my brain is anything but because i'm just talking about right now yeah, what if we're just puppets on strings? So I, think, I, I forget which philosopher said it was like Plato, I think, was like, you you cannot prove anything is real because you never know when you're crazy. We're all horrors. Some of us just get paid. 
Where? Someone's movie. It is like that yeah, one episode of South Park where they found her Earth was just TV for Earth for the for the galaxy. Yeah. It probably really is. We're just it, going honestly one thing that makes me one thing makes me think that uh they we are kind of like their pets or like their project or something is how they react and show up to like nuclear activity, like nuclear bomb sites, places where we have warheads, um wars going on um the nuclear disaster in in russia what was it chernobyl they they chernobyl they they said that uh they saw ufos that appeared and they had tested the radiation before and then they saw these appear and they were like beaming down on the reactor and they tested again and the radiation had like cut in half and then there's other ones in the u.s where they appear at our military bases and they activate all of the warheads somehow like where you need 10 different codes and president the president to like they bypass all this activate them or disarm them totally and then disappear like nothing happens so it's like they're they're showing up and like it's like they're monitoring us and they don't want us to destroy each other or the planet with nukes so They've got some kind of like stock in it, you know, it seems like a TV program. Yeah. Something like that. Like very, very well could be like some kind of reality TV program. There was this uh, mobile game years ago where you're basically a scientist and you have to make something that causes a global pandemic. And before the world completely annihilated you have to find the cure so basically you were just playing god with everybody huh. play yeah, i play it all the time i used to play right it was fucking it was ridiculous right like you would you would just cause something that would just spread things you'd put them on planes and just have them travel everywhere yeah and then all of a sudden get out of plague ink it's awesome plague 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 ink okay I'll have to try it out. It's fucking sick. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's literally it's sick. It's a game of pretty much on how COVID started. You can like up, upgrade yeah. your thing. You you know like the goal is to like keep yourself like low key and detective for as long as possible and then just become a fucking menace. And then you have to come up with a cure before the end of. Yeah, you, know, you don't be a cure in this. Isn't there you one where... scary about COVID? Oh, you have to be like annihilate to, the world. Yeah, before they make a cure. Before they. Oh, make this was before COVID, but you can name it COVID. No one's gonna stop you. Well, because I used to play this in high school. Yeah, all the time. this. Yeah, this was way before COVID. Oh, initial. Oh, well, this version came out in 2012, but I was playing it. Some other game like this before that. Yeah, that, someone came out with a game to do that. I mean, it's just. What if we're just somebody's game? We're in a simulation. That's what I'm saying. What if we're Sims? Just that's why I'm on a schedule. The episode Fuck. of Futurama. Next time you get mad at me, I'm gonna say I was programmed to do that. I'm quitting my job. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, that episode of Futurama where they're they're a simulation inside of a simulation inside of a simulation. Oh yeah, a new a new season. Oh, like that was a full. And they're day. watching themselves oh. inside a different simulation, and it's just. It's kind of like how, like on Men in Black, where they're like a whole universe and they close the clocker, and 
It's another universe. It's just how do you mental know? disorders glitches in your system. Well, then I got a lot of glitches in my system. Me too. Like <laughs> <laughs> what, what else is there? Well, uh, what is that, is all we have today for the uh, Skinwalker Ranch? Believe so. Yeah. Yes, sir. Pretty much covered it. All right. Well. We're actually going to just make this a whole Skinwalker episode. Do a two-part ep- episode, just kind of. Yeah, we'll cover the rest of the stuff we're going to do today another time. Hmm. I can go have a two-hour episode. Uh, that was actually really, really nice, uh, really cool, though. Yeah, thank you so much for for having me on. I feel truly blessed. It was a lot of fun. I I love all the content you guys make and. And uh, oh, yeah, oh well, yeah, we definitely it was awesome to, to be able to join and chat it up with you guys. We're definitely yeah. getting probed in our sleep. Oh yeah, we're oh no you, doubt about it. We're fucked. We're not gonna remember recording this episode. <laughs> you gotta. The key is to leave like a little note in your butthole, like before you go to sleep, like "Hey, I'm chill." Well, like little, like a peace offering. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like I a did, joint. Leave a blow. joint in there for him. I love it. I'm gonna leave one in my notes. Like, um, if you reach this, we're here to, to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> and then another one, flip to the other side, is are uh, you were eligible for an AARP card? Please contact us now. <laughs> if we can get your free tote upon signing up. I'm waiting for my card. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's no age that you have to be to get AARP. Yeah, that's a boy thing. I mean, just talk about all your elements. They'll probably they'll probably give you the whole nine yard. Just tell them that you believe in the aliens and 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 that. Just talk about this episode, and you'll get a free stay at a mental institution, a non-asylum vacation. asylum. Oh, it's like a vacation. Yeah, it's a seventy-two. It's a fucking weekend vacation. So instead of planning an Airbnb, so should we all make the same story up and they just throw us in a in a place together for free and they give us free medication? How much hell is that? Free food, free bed. (laughs) Yeah, but we can meet at that lunch and take all of our pills together. Yeah, they're still gonna separate you. Yeah, because they don't want us to conspire. Yeah, I think Airbnb might be. (laughs) Airbnb might be better. They got a Ouija board for aliens. We're not going that route. <laughs> they say you can like communicate with them just by thinking that that's how they communicate. And there's oh, actually people that gather and think like think and try and draw them in like in the desert. So we could do that. Go to the desert. We just got to sit, hold hands and then think real hard. Like, come probe yeah. us. Come probe us. Let's take some ayahuasca. We can yeah. work it into nope. the cult. It's fine. Yeah. We can make it our commune. Alien cult. tax deductions. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go figure out how to make a church for these aliens. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm totally back in this. We need something to believe in. Beam me up. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they got weed there, tequila. I, I imagine they have some of these things, yeah. Because I'll be really pissed. They if I... be dope. Yeah, I'm not going if they don't. 
my glaucoma will be. You guys be send me back to Earth. I be <laughs> cooperative. Listen, bro, I can talk. I'll make you. I'll. I'll you'll make freaking. They'll they'll pave the United States and the world. They're like, listen, how much <laughs> alien dollars do you need to take this woman back? She's going through withdrawal. She's cranky. She's moody. <laughs> She's talking about edibles. <laughs> We're just not with it. And I do this for free. <laughs> These brownies don't taste like hash. <laughs> Send it back. All right. Well, let's wrap this up before we get a little more special, before the aliens are catching on to us. Yeah, we're getting a little. Plot twist. We are the aliens. Oh my, could you fucking oh, imagine? Don't give me, don't, don't, don't red bell me. And we don't mm-hmm. even know it. Go to bed on that thought. <laughs> you are, you are one, Billy. E.T. One of us, one of us. Story for a different time. I had a girl tell me I was an alien once and she totally understood it. I was born in the United States, oh. sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got it. James, we appreciate you coming on here, bringing all this information to us. Really, really thank fascinating you. stuff. Yeah. Thanks again for having me, guys. Amazing oh, time. Sure. You. you guys are the best. Want to be part of this outro? Yeah. What do I do? Well, you know what we say at the end. You know what we say at the end. You listen to us. I do, but I don't remember. I'm too big right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Just, I forget it. All right. Just follow the lead. Okay. okay go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Say something, then these two are going to say something, and you'll know exactly what to say. For oh, everyone yeah. listening right cool. now, we, <laughs> we thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Until then, full fucking send it. Full fucking full send it. Full fucking send it. Full fucking send it. We did it. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>